It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. One of those is powered by the On My Feet Network and brought to you by the Up On Game Network. Be sure to download the On My Feet app on all iOS and Android devices and be sure to follow the Up On Game Network on Twitter and Instagram at Up On Game Network. Enjoy the show. Welcome to one of those show that explores the art of sneaker culture. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. Okay, back in the studio, back from vacation, back home, ready to work, ready to talk about something that really interests me, and that is the supposed crash of the sneaker market. Now, I teased this episode last week, and last week's episode, I talked, I kind of Share some of my thoughts on the issue. Um, and I told you that I may or may not have a guess with this one. I actually decided to roll solo on this one because I really have strong opinions on this. I shared some of them last week, but I'm going to get more into detail this week. Okay, I've done some research on it, but I'm going to be honest with you. It's pretty obvious why the sneaker market is crashing, but I want to talk to you about why it's important and why it was inevitable for the sneaker market to crash and why it may be changed forever, because what we were dealing with before was unusual. Okay. But before that, I want to say to you all, thank you so much for supporting the show over the past year, almost a year, close to a year we've been doing this show. Eh, give or take. <laughs> close to a year. Thank you so much for supporting me, supporting the team, the On My Feet Network, the Up On Game Network. So much cool stuff is coming down the pipe, man. The summertime is a time when we kind of 
relax and, you know, go on these vacations and spend time with family. But we still working and we got so much dope stuff coming up, man. So you just need to follow me. MSR underscore Adam. MSR underscore Adam. Follow me on TikTok, The Butler Did It Podcast. And also check out my other podcast, The Butler Did It. It's a dope podcast, focuses on mental health, focuses on social issues, and just my thoughts on things going on in the world and in my life. Um, so if you're interested in this, go ahead and check that out. It's available on all podcasting platforms, all right? So we're going to jump right into this. We're going to talk about the crash, air quotes, the crash of the sneaker market, why it's happening, why I think it's happening, um, and much, much more. Let's jump right into it. So if you've been listening to this show, and clearly you have, you know that I don't have anything against resellers, right? And I'm, I have to be careful because I don't want to come on this episode and sound like I'm celebrating because people aren't probably aren't making as much money as they used to, or, you know, it's a tough time for people. Resellers are part of the game. Resell is part of the game. Um, sneakers app will be what it is, you know, the confirm app will be what it is. It'll be difficult to get certain sneakers. It always has been and always will be. All right. And shout outs to esteem, shout outs to D sneakers, shout outs to all of the people, uh, my man, DW thrift, all of the people that resell and that I've copped from myself. These are good people. And this is not against them. In fact, I'm sure business is still doing pretty decent for these people. I just don't think this is something that we should be surprised about. Let me tell you a story. I was online looking for a pair of sneakers as I do. Um, I ran across, across a page. I won't put the person out there because again, it's mean spirited and I don't think the person was trying to do anything wrong, but I ran across an account that had a pair of Jordan one Chicago's. Okay. For the people that aren't big in the sneaker culture, it is the Jordan one. When you think, close your eyes and think of a Jordan one, it's the red and white colorway. The D Jordan. Didn't think I was going to get this shoe for the, for the cheap or anything like that now, but you know, figured I'd ask because I looked at the date that this person originally posted the sneaker. It posted this sneaker in 2020. I didn't even think they would have it anymore. I really didn't. I, I was really just wishing on a star, to be honest with you, just kind of like, hey, you know what? Let me let me just ask. He's probably not even gonna have this sneaker. It's interesting that they have it up on his pay on their page, but you know, let me just ask. So I hit him up. Yo, what's up with the Chicago ones? They my size. What's good? He goes, yeah, bro. I still got these drinks, man. I can sell them to you for $1,500. The Chicago one is an important sneaker. Don't get me wrong. The Chicago one is, is, is to me, the equivalent of the Chuck Taylor the Adidas Stan Smith. I'm not talking about in price range because clearly you could walk into any store and get a Stan Smith or you can get a Chuck Taylor. I get it. I'm just saying it's a staple sneaker. Okay. But obviously hype is hype. It is what it is. 
I said, wow, $1,500. No, sir. For those of you that don't know, people in the sneaker world know this. There's a version of the Chicago one dropping later this year, I believe around October. Um, that's a little different than the original Chicago one. It has like cracked leather and it has like the original shape to it. Going to be a hyped up sneaker. Everybody's going to want it. I say, man, well, you know, $1,500 is, you know, outside of my comfort zone, my guy. And I, I cannot spend $1,500 on this shoe. I just can't do it. I ain't sure if I have 15 to spend on, on a shoe. And my wife would decapitate me if I did. So, dude hits me back and says, well, yo, don't worry about it, man. Hey, look, the new Chicago's are coming out. Mind you, this is like four months ago when I had this conversation with this person. Okay, so maybe not. Maybe like three, three months ago. Something like that. It was a while ago. He goes, don't worry about it, man. Hey, the new Chicago's are coming out later this year. I'm taking pre-sale on them for $1,000. What? A thousand dollars for a sneaker that comes out later in the year. How do I even know you have the sneaker in hand? How do I know you're going to get the sneaker? And who are you to determine how much it's going to cost? How would you possibly know how much the sneaker is going to cost at this point, six months in the future? You don't have your hands on it. At this time, we didn't even have early looks at the sneaker. We didn't see the cracked leather. We just knew there's going to be an, a, a reimagined version of the Chicago one. But let's put that to the side. You're guessing the price on a future sneaker. All right. You're deciding how much the reseller is going to be and how much people should pay. All right. Fine. Maybe that's a piece of economics that I don't understand. And let me be real with you. I am not an economic. I'm not an economist and I'm not a mathematician. Okay. But I understand. <laughs> I understand what makes sense and what don't make sense. Let's just put it like that. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it. Slowly. Not because I think you, my audience, are dumb or anything, but I just really want you to understand what I'm saying to you. And I want you to, to think like you own a product in any store. I don't care if you're selling honey buns at the corner store or you're selling Teslas. Okay? Anything in between. He has a Chicago one. That's been sitting in his website, on his website, in his marketplace for two years. The shoe came out years ago. He's had it sitting for at least two years. He has a price of $1,500 on the shoe. The shoe retailed at the time for $160. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. 
It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. There was a time there, I bought a Chicago one before and a bread. I bought that shoe for about $300, $400. Five hundred dollars at the max. I've seen it on resale. I didn't pay five hundred, but I've seen it resell for five hundred around the time it came out. I bought the Chicago one for three hundred and fifty dollars at one point between the time the shoe came out and now. You understand what I'm saying? He, this person, decides that the shoe is worth fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, fair. That's your right. It's your right to decide how much you want this shoe to cost, right? I get it. However, this shoe has been sitting in his possession, in his market, in his market for two years. You can't tell me no one's asked about that shoe. It's too popular. That means you said no several times. You've held on to that shoe at the highest price until you just couldn't hold on to it anymore. Again, I am not an economist. I am not a mathematician. I'm not an expert on goods and market. But I know what makes sense and what don't. So here we are. The sneaker market has crashed. Meaning that the price of resale money is not sneakers. Again, we may, we need to distinguish this. We need to, to really distinguish the difference. Sneakers 
are selling. People are buying sneakers. People still going to the Nike store. People still going to Dick's Sporting Goods. People still going to Champs and Foot Locker and Shoe City and wherever else, DTLR. They're still buying shoes. Okay? When a sneaker drops, people still buy that sneaker. Does it sell out as quickly as it used to certain sneakers? No. But after a while, you can't let a Jordan 1 anything or Jordan 2, 3, 4 or a, a Yeezy this or whatever just sit. It's going to go away in a couple of weeks. You're not going to be able to sit for months and wait to buy the sneaker for retail, which is why I say the resale market is not going anywhere. However, what has crashed is the prices of resale sneakers, meaning that between the year 2019 to now, the price for resale sneakers had jumped significantly. I just told you I bought a pair of Chicago ones in like 2015 or 16 for like $350. The shoe retailed at 160. Between that time and now, the shoe shot up to $1,500. But how many people were buying the sneakers for $1,500? Maybe quite a few. Why were they buying the sneakers for $1,500? Because we were in a pandemic. What happened during the pandemic? Folks got stimulus checks. That money gone. I've been telling you on this show, they've been gouging you with these prices, man. The shoe is not worth what people are telling you it is. The resale market is imaginary. There's a person who tells me a shoe that's coming out in the end of the year that just got a first look a couple of weeks ago. Three weeks before that was telling me, hey, you give me a thousand dollars now and I can give you this shoe. Certain resellers that I know. DW, right? Um, D sneakers, shouts to D sneakers. He gets on, he does the bot thing or whatever, right? But he was on the show and he told you about, hey, I'm just trying to make my profit back, so I'm not trying to gouge you out. Now, mind you, I don't know exactly what D sneakers is selling for, but I I trust the man. He seems like a good dude. DW, who I bought from, sells a lot of thrift stuff, things like that. Um, Esteem, places like this. I can't name every reseller. What they usually do is say, hey, if you have stuff in your collection that you don't want anymore, that's lightly worn, not beat down to a crisp at all. It's called it a nine out of ten. You can bring it to our store and you can sell it. Or if you've bought the sneaker and you just want to resell it, bring it to our store. Those things will always exist and the prices are always decent, except for things that are crazy, like the, the very rare and exclusive sneaker, like the Travis Scott and things like that. You know, these collabs. But even that was getting out of hand. Even that was going nuts. People were buying everything up. So, again, I mentioned stimulus checks. People were getting their stimulus checks, mostly younger people. Oh, what am I going to do with the stimulus checks? Well, I know people like to buy sneakers, so I'm going to buy up this thing. Whatever sneaker, Black Jack, excuse me, Black Cat Force. What is a Black Cat Force? It's just a Black Jordan. 
the Jordan you see the line cooks using. No shouts out to no disrespect to any job. I'm not making fun of the job. I'm just saying it's just like a black sneaker. You wear it in the winter. It's not supposed to be a fashionable thing. It's supposed to be just a functional shoe. Eight hundred dollars for that shoe. Retail at two hundred. Anything that drops online, any collab, Tom Sachs, shoes that a shoe that literally is supposed to say no hype and all this. Oh, let's buy that up. Buy them all up. You can't get them. Buy them up. Using bots, whatever, right? The problem is people are buying these sneakers up, pricing them at extraordinarily triple and double, double, triple, quadruple the price to buy on resale. But the shoe is just sitting. Remember when I had Paul Spann on this show and we were talking about reps and I was saying that if the shoe is so limited, why is it always available? If the shoe is limited, why can I always find it somewhere at a price? Maybe because some of them are reps and maybe because a lot of them just got inventory just sitting because they buy it all up in hopes that people will be stupid enough to pay quadruple the price. I don't even know if that quadruple, (laughs) you know what I'm trying to say. The sneaker market is crashing because the sneaker market got ridiculous. Yes, we're in a recession. Yes, the price for basic goods has doubled. This is true. Gas is crazy. Formula, it's hard to find. The repercussions of the pandemic are hitting us twofold. And that's just a fact, right? These the, the shipping shortages and things we heard about six months ago are starting to impact us now. The things that were shut down during the pandemic overseas that we usually, you know, people that we do business with to get basic things like the price of a car has doubled up, right? Because the chip that, that most new modern cars have has not been manufactured because of work stoppages, basically because of the pandemic. Other countries reacted differently to the pandemic than we did. Some countries shut down completely. America shut down kind of, sort of. Other countries didn't shut down. But we have to work in concert in order to build a thing like a car. You understand what I'm saying? So on one hand, the unofficial recession that we in definitely impacts the way people want to spend their money. Yeah, if your money is funny right now and you're spending, you know, $200 on gas, right? Or you can't get, you know, soap and butter and just the normal things from the grocery store without going broke. Then, yeah, you're not going to have all of this extra money to buy sneakers, of course. But it's not as simple as that. It's just not. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And yeah, oh, by the way, when we had extra cash because we got three, what was it, three stimulus checks? I think it was like three stimulus checks, and people were, you know receiving unemployment and in some cases some people were receiving more unemployment than what they were making at their actual job because we doubled up the unemployment so people wouldn't just you know just go broke and go poor during the recession i mean excuse me during the pandemic when we just some people weren't working all that's cool some people chose to spend their money how they wanted to spend it some people got ppp loans went that route again whatever this isn't a, you know, a, a economic studies show. I'm just saying people came up on some money in 2020, 2021 and decided to spend it how they want to spend it. So maybe they bought out. Maybe they say, you know what, man, I'm Travis Scott Lowe's. I do want them. Dang, bro, I want $1,300 for them. Whatever. I'm just going to go. When the next time I'm going to have extra money like this and I'm just going to live my life. Some people chose to do it like that. But that money gone now. Now we're suffering the repercussions of all of that. It was inevitable. We had to do it. I'm not one to say we shouldn't have got stimulus checks. I got a stimulus check. I took care of my family with it. Had to do what we had to do. But now we're paying taxes on that. Now that money gone. Now you're working with your real check. And inflation is crazy. I'm not spending on sneakers like that. That's just how people are feeling. I understand that. 
But there's a silver lining and a positive coming out of this, I believe, because I named resellers that were reselling for fair prices. There were some that were gouging crazy and flaunting and stunting on people, sitting on mountains of boxes of sneakers like, aha, come get them. I'm going to name the price and you're going to spend it, dummy. To me, that was destroying this thing we call sneaker culture. I'm fully aware that I do a podcast about sneakers and this isn't earth shattering, world changing stuff. I get it. It's something I enjoy talking about. I made a movie about it a couple of years ago and I was afforded the opportunity to do it and get paid to do it. And work with a dope network like On My Feet and Up On Game and Fox Sports Radio. And it's just a blessing for me. But I know what I'm talking about here. I understand what I'm talking about here. It's all superficial. It's, 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 this isn't, you know, this is a thing that if I had to sell my whole entire sneaker collection to make sure, you know, my kids are straight and my wife is good, I just have to do that. This stuff is not important. So when sneaker culture starts to turn into this thing where it's all controversy and people are mad all the time and trying to figure out this, that, and another, it really just boils down to the fact that they can't get what they want. And most people look at that and go, well, who ever gets everything they want? But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you go and spend money on something or you want to spend money on something, especially your hobby, it's not that difficult for you to go do it. If you have the money, you can do it. And people aren't just basically trying to use and abuse you on the price. That's what was starting to happen on sneakers with sneakers here. It became more about the reseller and less about the buyer and the people that appreciate the culture. And appreciate the art and just want to get some dope sneakers. So much so that every bit of research I did for this topic by looking at YouTubers and, you know, going to look at uh, articles and whatever, were all trying to help out the reseller. Hey, look, don't worry, man. I know you tripping because you can't resell your sneakers like you used to. I know this is terrible, but it's going to be okay. Is it really terrible that prices has gone down and sneakers are more affordable? Is that really terrible? I don't think so. We're still spending more than the retail. I'm just saying that if I want a pair or whatever Jordan 1s or Dunks or Yeezys or whatever, I'd love to not spend five times the price. I'd love to not have to do that. I'd love, hey, I'm willing and agreeing with you that, hey, you got it first and I'm buying something on the secondary market. So I'm going to spend $100 over retail for this. And hey, the person that doesn't understand that and maybe gets on me about that, so be it. It's my choice. But I'd rather not buy sneakers if you're telling me that a $160 shoe is worth $1,500. And not only that, that shoe has been sitting on your website for two years, so no one wants it. And you won't even do the thing that most good business people do, which is say, you know what? Let me move this product. Because you didn't have to, but now you do. Well, maybe you don't. Hold on to that Jordan 1. Wait it out. Maybe the prices will start going back up. I'm sure they'll, they'll creep up eventually. But, in my very humble opinion, the sneaker market crashing 
and I let me rephrase that the resale market crashing is economics one on one. And maybe you should look at that in the future. Hiking prices, hiking prices up and outpricing your consumer base is always stupid. It's greedy and no one's ever won like that. You may have a couple of short term wins and I hope you stacked your bread. But if you didn't and this is your livelihood, you must adjust to the market. There are people out there that still want to buy sneakers and will buy from you. But if you telling me that a sneaker I can't even get my eyes on is already a thousand dollars because you say that. You won't get my business, sir. I could do without it. As I always say, all oh, heat ain't hype. I go to Full Lock and get me something nice and be all right. You'll just be sitting with a bunch of Jordan ones in the warehouse and maybe you can sit on top of them and take a picture. It's just business. It's just business. All right, man, I'm going to see what you guys think about this subject, man. Look, the resale market again. Shout out to the resellers that do good business. You know who you are. I do business with you all the time. I've had you on this show. Shout outs to you. It ain't about you. It's about the folks and you know who they are, who is out here just basically taking advantage of people, man. You've been taking advantage of people, took advantage of the fact that people had a little extra bread in their pocket. You got greedy and you made a little money quick. I mean, we have seen this happen to all sorts of businesses before. And now that business is crashing. Now you must adjust. But I'm going to know what you think. Okay. Hit me up. MSR underscore Adam. MSR underscore Adam. Again, I think the lesson today is don't take advantage of people. Just do fair business, man. Anybody that's out here doing business, I know we like to look at the top dogs and all these billionaires and go, well, they've been crude and they just did that. I don't know, man. I, I, I think you go further in life when you do good by people, when people can trust you, when people know that your word is your bond, your word is solid. And if I do business with you, if I buy goods from you, I won't come out of it feeling used and abused. That's just how it has to go. Again, I don't sell stuff. I'm not the greatest businessman. I'm a I'm a I'm an artist, okay? I'm a creative. I don't like to sell things, okay? And maybe that's why I don't that's maybe maybe I'm just not cut out for it. But I do consume. And I know what it feels like to be taken advantage of in that in that sense. And it's never good. And I'm quick to not go back to you if I feel that way. So again, I don't care if you're selling honey buns on the street, bottled waters on the corner, or Teslas. Or diamonds. Do right by your customer. And your customer will never leave you. I know that for a fact. Remember that resellers. Alright. It's an opportunity for you. You can come out of this on top. You really can. And anybody that's selling anything right now. It's hard for people out here. Now is a great opportunity to build a great consumer base. Somebody that's really going to trust you. Because they're going to know. You looked out when the times were tough. All right. So 
So as always, follow me, MSR underscore Adam. Once again, MSR underscore Adam. Remember to follow my podcast, the Butler Did It podcast on all podcasts and platforms. Remember to follow the On My Feet Network. Remember to follow the Up On Game Network for all of the dope content, okay? Mind your mental health, ladies and gentlemen. Mind your mental health. Mind your physical health. And as always, never forget to be great. I'm up out of here. Peace. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.